<laughs> Damn, that's some willful ignorance for your ass. Oh, willful ignorance. Bada bing, bada boom. What up? Did you see? Let's jump right in. Did you see um, that there was another guy that got choked out by the police that happened a year ago in Austin? No. Yeah, I saw a video this morning. There was a, a African American black dude um, that was a. Uh, he got in a chase. I don't know what he did, but he got chased for, I think they said like 22 miles. I might be mistaken here, so don't quote me completely on this. But he uh, got chased. Like He ended up in Austin. I think he like ran off the road into a tree, and they pulled him out of the car. And this is when they have the dash cam going. I mean, not the dash cam, the police body cam. And when they pulled him out, he started yet screaming to them, uh, I've got a heart. Yes condition yes i've got congestive heart disease or something he started yeah, yelling and they at started him. tasing him and i don't know if they were tasing him but they just took him down and then they were jumped on him they started kneeing on his was he an older guy no nah, not really he wasn't that i don't think he was i don't think he was as old as george floyd i think okay. he was younger than that and uh they i think they put their knees on him and had him down and he was saying i can't breathe i can't breathe i have a heart condition or something yeah. and then they said he went unconscious and you know this went on for a minute, and then he's he went unconscious, and then they show him propped up against the car, and his eyes he's out. Yeah, he's out of it, and they're, they're slapping him around, trying to wake him up. Hey, come on, come on! And then they take the cuffs off him and start doing CPR right away, and they're trying to get him, and he died. Yeah. And they said the video, this video, and this story just broke in Austin. It, well, not it happened in Austin, but it just broke now, a year later now, and the video footage was just released. So that I mean, you think that's well, going to add something like that's going to add fuel to the fire? Yeah, they already defunded. Uh, the Austin PD, a hundred million dollars. They had they had a four hundred million dollar budget, and so by defunding them, at first I was like, you. I was thinking defund, get rid of the cops. That's what I thought people meant. Well, now they're just gonna patrol less areas now. Well, no, it's like uh, where house calls domestic. So instead of having apparently a, a, a cop go to that, you would have somebody who's trained in uh, a situation. You know, oh, uh, not more a cop. Yeah, more specifically trained to that. Uh, is what because they is, don't trust the police going out to the situation because they it's it's so many things that a cop has to do that they, there's no possible way other than you going through that experience you're gonna know what to do so and then the reason uh 21 weeks that's that's how long it takes to become a police officer mm-hmm. right well I, and then you have to go through additional stuff i don't know if that lets you become a, a meter maid i don't know if necessarily you're out there you know busting people and have a gun and everything uh but but the meter maids is bitches by the way one of them motherfuckers gave me a ticket recently fuck you anyway <laughs> go ahead um so well, yeah much but, respect for all the other cops. but uh <laughs> so do you think they they should defund I don't know exactly, like you said, I mean, that, that if that's exactly what that means completely, everyone, someone says they're going to defund the police department. Because let me just tell you, I mean, my little brother is a cop in Houston. Mm-hmm. And he's been a cop for a long time, 20 plus years in the military. Right. And he's never, you know, he's not a corrupt cop. He's never drank a beer. He's pretty straight edge, dude. So if he does something, it, it, I guess it would mean that he did it consciously totally aware of everything and he wasn't he's never been an alcoholic or drug addict he's never right. drank a beer or anything uh he's always been a good cop and a good person on top of it um so i don't know if that means if they say but what percentage the, of cops are, are are like that i i, I don't know i don't know all the cops there's a lot of good cops but then like it, there's a lot of good people and bad people but the reason you play cops and robbers, you know, when you did something, you, you when let me guess, were you a robber? Thank you, thank you. I'm 
talking from a robber's perspective, but no, okay, but I, <laughs> I am not a robber this today as we speak. Yeah. But you know, a but when you're a little kid, did you were you usually on the good guy side or the bad guy side? I did both. It just depended on who picked first. Right. It didn't matter. You know, I, I was gonna have a gun either way. Yeah. You know, and then and and but when you when you choose your actions, you choose the consequences. Okay, so or you don't think about the consequences. Uh, um, you think about them like you think like, man, if I go in there and do this, man, I could get locked up. But that's all you think. I can get locked up, but you don't think like I can get life or I can yeah. get locked up. And while I'm locked up, I might get stabbed. And while I'm there, and then I might have to fight and join a gang. You don't think all that. So the consequences of what might happen to you, not the consequences of somebody might get hurt. Yeah, or yeah, if someone rushes at you and you pull, you shoot them. Are all you of gonna a sudden, shoot them? Or are you gonna? Yeah. yeah. Now all of a sudden you're facing death penalty. Yep. Because you killed someone in the process of a first degree felony, but you know, but I don't. So I don't know what defunding. Yeah, there's bad cops out there, and I think one of the big problems right now with all this stuff going on with all the rioting is that cops are like military. They do what their superiors tell them to do. Yeah. If they do not do that, it's dereliction of duty. And then they can be written up or blah, 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 pay, taking and all this stuff that goes on their record when they're trying to move up to be police chief mm -hmm. someday. And now it's tarnished because during some riot, some dude was in your face going, ah, fuck you, you piece of shit. We're tired of y'all's shit. We're tired of it. And then they pushed him and he fell back. Now yeah. you fucking that shouldn't have man. done. Yeah, that old man, they fucking they fucked up. I mean, that ears. dude started being like, when they pushed him, he's still an old man. He said, oh, fuck, what the fuck am I doing? You know, and stopped and helped the dude, not knowing that... I would like to think that those cops didn't push that dude down saying, fuck this dude. If he fucking dies like a Rocky movie, he dies, he dies. Yeah. You know, like that they were like, boom, oh shit. When they saw him get hurt and go, oh man, I didn't mean that for that to happen. Yeah. And stop and yeah. help him. And then that one dude walked up and told him, keep walking or whatever, you know, I guess at rank. And no matter how much that guy probably went, oh, fuck, what did I do? When rank told him to go, they're so programmed to listen to their superiors. He jumped up and moved. You know, maybe the next guy is going to help him because he was told by his superior to move. So he moved, you know, and well, now, that's exactly what they said. They said, well, we were ordered to. Yes, we were ordered to march. And just like, you know, the president is the, came the commander in chief came out. Actually, he said that old man was an instigator. I saw that. I saw that, that it could be a setup and yeah. all this stuff that he he was trying to wait with a scanner. He, but he, he I know who he's, I understand what he's saying because I know who he's talking to. It's a who very talking to uh, oh, president. Trump. Who Trump is? He's talking to a very certain demographic. I think he's already cut ties with like th these people are in his mind. These people are misinformed, and on this side, you are the instigators, and these are the people that I need to like misinformed instigators. This is my people, so I'm gonna talk to you, and and I, I and do you think that that's the group that's uh, gonna be big enough to reelect him in November? No, I think there's. Uh, do you think I, all this going on right now is helping him or hurting him? hurting him i i said before that i go man he's gonna win because he's gonna give when coronavirus happened he's gonna give everybody checks so even if he didn't like trump he's like fuck i got this check yeah. but now that's uh, his new campaign commercial have you seen yeah, it what he gave us stimulus checks he came in and changed it i haven't seen i haven't yeah, i just saw one today um and it said that it mentions that he gave everyone and then money. at the end it was all and then get trumpy bear <laughs> yeah and then, yeah, yeah buy a trumpy bear and he yeah. grabs him in the pussy when Jeez, he can right the bear's you know, like, like well even if he gives another stimulus check in august and another one in november or whenever he does like let's say he gives two more there's so much unrest right now 
and the people that want change have so much momentum the the i always gave it a i said the the pendulum swings right mm -hmm. what's somebody so opposite of uh obama trump trump is a complete swing to the oh, right yeah. this time though it's it it when the swing wasn't eight years the swing went back faster and and that's crazy because i could see how democrats can use coronavirus and democrats can use black lives matter as a way to enhance their agenda and when i say democrats i don't mean people who vote democrat i mean the democratic leaders the mm -hmm. the, the you know the dnc and those people they they did not i don't they didn't cause coronavirus no they didn't call there was there's there's a senator in texas a texas senator who is saying that that the whole george uh floyd, floyd thing was a setup did you see the thing i sent you no what was what you sent me the video what you yeah i have a video that was sent to me that um that was all the setup that those the cop shelvin uh was the one on his neck yeah you know, was is a crisis actor yeah he shows me all these other and videos then of him at other scenes at sandy hook yeah. and that chino is um, it's only because i'm politically correct guys yeah. that and uh that chino uh -huh. was uh he that he's a crisis actor that the, his badge is ironed on uh i saw the one that uh where they said the amb the people who picked him up were not yeah they paramedics were, yeah that I, they had bulletproof vests on and it kind of looks yeah from the angle what, that it looks like a bulletproof vest on but and then also, and oh, they didn't administer aid immediately. They just like picked his head yeah, up. Yeah, they didn't check to see if he was alive. They just rushed him out. Right. Oh, and then uh, um, the George Floyd, uh, that tattoo he has on his chest is some New World Order wow. uh, symbol and thing that it stands for. And then there's a picture of George Floyd at his service. Yeah. Um, but he's wearing a mask and a hoodie. <laughs> oh, so, shit. but okay. Yeah, but so, so this goes perfect with what I was trying to say. The people he's talking to do their own research. We all do our own research, but you go into certain avenues. And I've mm -hmm. been guilty of that going down oh, rabbit holes. Rabbit holes. Uh, if, if you, you want to find with, a conspiracy, you can find it in anything. If you want to believe in it. Yes. So I know people who really do believe that uh, Q, I don't know if you heard of Q, is that right now Trump is fighting globalists mm -hmm. who um, run a pedophile ring. And I heard that this is the time that they've been raiding more. And they're raiding everybody. The mm -hmm. only one I found. So the Corona was created to, to detract and distract the, everyone. Yes, and that the Democrats, like, Nancy Pelosi and Biden, all them and the Clintons are working with the Chinese communist government to overthrow and Bill Gates. And I was just like, so if somebody already believes all that, then there's no way of convincing them about coronavirus. There's no way of convincing yeah. them. They're about, already off too far gone down that road. It's dude. yeah, it's that. And you know what? It, it's crazy because some of the stuff that they point out to you, I'm like, OK, I yes, I can completely see that. But uh, there's, but then there's like well, that's long how they distance. get you to believe it. They throw a valid point, something that's pretty rational or could yeah. be real. That's could get like it's just like a courtroom closing argument. But you then know? there's a turd in the punch bowl where I'm like, nah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I'm not gonna drink and then that they, and then they'll throw out and then the aliens. Ah, yeah. there you went and did it. The humanoid and then yeah. they can make some valid point. Like I've listened to Alex Jones. But you, and he does have some valid points about stuff, and then out of nowhere he'll start talking about humanoid I, beings. I've still from, I've still gone back and listened you know, to 
to Alex Jones now. I, I in fact I had listened to him in like since like 2016, right? Because he would piss you when off. When as soon as he started, because I liked him because he would always go against, he went against Bush and then he went against Obama. He, he was always just against the president. He, I was just like, perfect. Was, yeah. But then he started going for Trump and I was just like, wait a minute, now you're part of the, now you believe in the system? Oh, he, Trump's out of the system, but he's a Republican at the same time? So I was like, I'm, I can't listen to you anymore, right? Yeah. I started listening to him now and that this is what I'm saying. All the stuff I'm telling you is because I'm trying to understand what, what different factions are believing because it's becoming gangs and i've and it's crazy my feed on facebook is like uh what's his, what's his i can't remember his name he's a jewish guy really smart but also very republic conservative uh i can't remember his name anyway so I'll, I'll see him on there and then i'll see something like democrats now or now democracy and it's so it's a feed of because i'll go down rabbit holes of both sides and it's funny, yeah. sometimes the creepy part is they're both saying the same thing sometimes and coming up with completely different answers. Oh. Like the Bill Bill Gates thing, where in 2015, I remember seeing it and, and, and Alex Jones saying, see, he wants to depopulate the population. And at the time, I kind of thought like, well, does he mean better vaccines? Because then your health is better. And when your health is better and you're more, let's say you start making more money, you have less kids. You know what I mean? As as uh, as people you know get more affluent or have more wealth, they have less kids for some reason, mm -hmm. right? Because they're so busy. They're so busy, and they're, I, maybe they're having fun or whatever. But uh, I thought that's what he he meant. But I could see how somebody can construe it as he's an evil person. You know, he wants. I can see how that, especially with little stories where it's like people in Africa that didn't want to take vaccines because against against uh, the World Health Organization because they were becoming uh, sterile. Which that's what they were they were practicing. They were seeing. Let's see if this works. That's what they were doing. Yeah. So I can see where the this trust is, but then how it comes up now, and it's like people are. It's like the dress that was. People said it was. Oh, it's white and gold. No, it's black and blue. Remember that dress? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. And it's like we're looking. At, I'm like <laughs> I feel like oh, no, it's it's white and gold and black and blue. Well, you know, but it's so crazy right now. You, you watch CNN. Like I, I go to CNN and I watch it. And like I was watching it live when when the president uh, came out and they all of a sudden the people started shooting when they were all the protesters were in front of the White House. Yeah. And they just started shooting the rubber bullets and throwing the tear gas and just just moved on the people and made them move all the protesters. So I'm watching CNN and they're going, oh, my God, it's horrible. He's shooting on innocent protesters and and the, the camera crews and on the camera crews were live running yeah. down the street. Oh, my God, this is terrible. What's he doing? And then I said, OK, wait, well, let me see what Fox is saying about this shit. Yeah. And I changed it to Fox and they were going, what a great stand he's making. Yeah. He is showing them he is not going to stand for this. He's going to get them out. He's going to take control. Yeah. He's demanding. This is what we need. A decisive president. What a piece of shit he is. Oh, my God. Click. This is the greatest president. We, and, and so what, you're just kind of going, wow, which one is it? What scared me, not which one is it. What scared me was how the right uh, just two weeks ago was saying, give me my rights back. This is martial law. And the left was saying, you need to put martial law in place because this is going to spread everywhere, this pandemic. Mm -hmm. Two weeks later, now it's like protest. Lift, lift, hey, you need a, you know what I mean? And protesters, they're not they're not going to city uh, ca capitals or where the governors are or whatever and taking guns and stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're marching. 
I mean, yes, they're going night, to Macy's and they're going to the Nike see, store. But that's that's another thing, though. At that's something else. At night, the liquor store. Too. At night, that's when people because there's been a lot of people calling them out, you know. And it's a lot of like 15, 16 year old kids, yeah, whose parents aren't watching them, yeah. And then they go out and like, fuck, well, let's go get some right now. No, let's, cool. let's go get out. some shit. Let's go fuck up some shit. And also, it's a way because you were pent. It's pent up anger. There was nowhere to focus it at because coronavirus is yeah, and invisible. Was, and then right at the time, everyone can get out. This that shit guy's happens. face, that that uh, the cop's face, is and the, that's one. The one good thing I see out of this is nobody knows the damn. I don't know the cop's name. Do you? Shelvin. Oh, you do know Shelvin most, but Shelvin. Shelvin. Yeah, C H A U V I N. But people know George Floyd's. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, so it's it's good. It's it's a switch because we always know no, the killer's that's name. Piece of shit. We're gonna fucking see him someday. <laughs> we're gonna fucking get. Well, him. apparently he's not in prison. Did you hear that one? That look look at his hairline. Oh, look at yeah. his nose. I'm like, yeah. well, then he must know Epstein because yeah. Epstein also got yeah, it. And Tupac, Tupac ain't dead. Either. Do you have a different view? Do you have more or or uh, less? I guess respect for law enforcement being in prison compared to after you know i don't blame law enforcement for my situation i like a willingly and knowingly sat there and made a plan to go into a business with the fucking with some people that we were going to rob this fucking place and and take it knowing that and i and then i got busted and i i, I mean yeah i was scared didn't want to get you know, 20 years like they yeah. wanted to give me and, and I, I'd never been locked up before and all that. And, you know, then I realized I was in over my head and what I was doing was like some serious shit. Robbery carries five to 99 to life. But I never at any point, like I, I met people like when I would meet people, what are you here for? Oh, because this dude snitched on me. I'm here because this dude snitched on me. And I was like, yeah, my partner snitched on me too. But if I hadn't done anything, I wouldn't have had anything yeah. for him to snitch on me about. So, and I had a little brother that was a cop, dude. So maybe that's why. And and he was a good cop. It wasn't yeah. like he was a fucking piece of shit cop. And and I had been beat. I've been beat up by the cops like three times. Yeah. Let's see. I even I'll fucking point him out. I got beat up at the cop at at Jeff. My first time I went to jail for drinking when I was yeah. eighteen years old, and the cop were beating me up hitting me in the back of the fucking head and i was trying to turn around so they would hit me in the face but they kept put he kept pulling the seat belt like i could feel his feet in my back pulling the seat belt so hard that it pulled me like straight because my, yeah. my i was handcuffed yeah. and it was pulling me straight and then he punched me in the back of the head Oof. yeah and so okay i got i didn't get like beat the fuck up but i got beat up. i had some knots on me then uh do you think like, it would be different if you were black i don't know what his thoughts were i mean i just i was talking shit i don't think it mattered i was drunk mexican and talking shit was he a white dude no he was another mexican cop oh. so maybe if i was black maybe he would have felt differently towards black people but i don't know he he give me a few yeah. good chingasos in the back of my head and then uh i got uh not really beat up but kind of slapped around and then kicked in the back while i was handcuffed and where i had to, i fell flat on my face and then they were talking shit and they'd get me up and let me fall on my face again because yeah. i was on my knees handcuffed um because me and a friend got pulled over in another friend's truck we were all drinking at the reservoir one night there was a place over off of off of hillcrest um and everyone would go out there and drink in high school we would just park there was a wall and it was a big round reservoir ball 
And so the let's go meet at the reservoir and we'd sit on the wall and drink. And my, a lot of friends lived in the neighborhood and well, the cops would just roll up out of nowhere and everyone would run. Yeah. So my friend had ran and he was like, dude, I got warrants. I can't go back and get my car. Will y'all go back to get my car? So me and another friend, I, I didn't have any, you know, I was clean. I was getting ready to leave to the Navy and we, I jumped in the driver's seat. My friend jumped in the passenger seat in his Bronco and we drove up the hill and there was a cop when we got up over the hill. He was right there waiting, right? So I took a right and he took a turn right behind me. I took a right. There was another cop there. I'm like, oh, shoot. And then I, and then I was going to have to go up Club Hill and come down. And when I turned on Club Hill, there was all these cops just swarmed. And those cops, and they just get out with their guns drawn. Mm-hmm. I had my seatbelt on and I was like, I got my seatbelt on to me. You know, I'm going to undo it or you come undo it. I didn't want to put my hands down. Yeah. And I, Let me see your hands. And they were, they were tripping. And it was because I didn't know my my friend had bullets that they had seen that were in the back loose bullets. Mm. So when we ran off, they looked in the back with the flashlight, saw the bullets and said, let's wait for this one. And when we moved it, they came with the guns drawn, thinking we had guns. And uh, so they were like, where are the guns at? They pulled, well, they pulled me out, took the seatbelt off, pulled me out. Then wrote me a, uh, they wrote me a ticket for no (laughs) seatbelt. Then um, they, they, where's your insurance? And I was like, I guess it wasn't my car. And so I opened the glove compartment. They took out his insurance, tore it up and wrote me a ticket for no insurance. And then they cuffed us and had us on our knees. And then they started slapping us around and shit. And then they, let us go with tickets, oh, you know, and then um, I, I had an experience where I saw a, a dip. Well, I, I've had a normal experience with police officers where they come up. Plenty and, of great experiences yeah, with them, too. Not, not, well, not, I won't say great because I still got pulled over. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't get out of the ticket, you know, when I got. But it was out. And it was funny. Every time it was where I got a ticket, it was. I would Were sit, you speeding though? I was speeding. Yeah. Well, that's like going to order chicken and yeah, go. Well, yeah. I didn't get out of my order, but what did you? Right, right. Did so, but I, I, they goes so license I register, license registration. Give my license registration, right? And then, I, but I have uh, uh, hands on wheels, windows down. Let me ask you: Were you and nervous? Like you I'm were always about nervous. to get fucked up? I'm always nervous. Not because I just don't know what. Not I'm gonna get fucked up, but I'm I'm nervous. So you're that kind of. I don't know what he's underlyingly. You're scared of cops subconsciously you're kind of scared of cops when you get stopped you have the fear you have some weird fear yes okay so like i i because my but i was taught that i was taught because i, I was like one of pavlov's dogs no because i was it was my first bad experience with uh a police officer where and he antagonized me kept antagonizing me, he was but like I trying to get you and i didn't fall for it right and uh during that stop that same stop no, no, i've been stopped oh. I, my dad always told me always whatever they say say yes sir yeah. right say yes sir and so i I've, I've been pulled out good advice they search me like you know the, the big difference that i saw was it was really weird i remember i got pulled over all my friends are black were in my truck they made us all get out i was like why are we all outside i was driving and so we're all outside we all have to show our id you know and i was just like why are they it's because all your friends were black and they thought y'all were up to something. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And I was just like, but I had never seen that before. If you jumped out of the car with your hands up and said, they're kidnapping me, officer. <laughs> they they would have really they stole my truck. Yeah. Oh. They would have really been in trouble. And so, yeah, I, that, that was really weird. But uh, the the thing that that kind of that I saw for the first time that there, I knew this with, with other authorities, but with police officers, I thought a police officer is like a judge. They have an authority and they know there's their responsibility. They will not abuse. That's how naive I was. Yeah, they're judge, jury, and executioner in and a lot so of situations. My my girlfriend, her apartment 
the day before the window got broken. So cops showed up the next day because she had told them what happened and she was in class and I was taking a nap in her room. Right. And this is long before my wife. And so, uh, <laughs> Side note, hey, Marissa. <laughs> and so, uh, they came in the, the janitor, not janitor, but the custodian, custodian, let him in. Same thing. Like the, the, like the commercial, the, the yeah. Kit Kat, yes, like the custodian thing. and janitor. Same right thing. twigs. He's a right. Spirit he's, and, nah, he's a right and twigs. liquor. Same thing. So he, he lets him in and they come into not the side where the window's broken. They come into the other, she lives by herself, but there's two rooms in there, but the other one's closed. And so they open the door and they see me bed and they're like, Hey, Hey. And I wake up and I'm like, you live here? And I'm like, no. He's like, get up. And I was like, all right. And I get up and he's like, whose house is this? My girlfriend's house. What's her name? And I tell her my name, her name. And they're like, what do you now? Also granted, I'm dressed. I'm still wearing a fitted hat, right? I still have the fitted hat, but it's all thuggish chain i got the john b chin strap the perfect <clears throat> the puerto 90. rican do yeah and they called me cuban josh okay. in college even though i wasn't it's cuban a puerto rican do though yeah and but a little skinny mustache down here right the perfect lineup on the edge like shaved head and then the lineup right and then the hat i don't wear it like this bent straight to the side right so i get up my backpack and i put on my hat i'm half asleep right i'm actually i was high and then i i took a nap and then so i'm still kind of high and I'm nervous about that, but I'm like, all right. They're like, you seem nervous. And I'm just like, oh, no. And the custodian's like, he knows me. He's like, no, he's a good kid. He's a good kid. And he's just like, oh, shut up. Wait out there. And he's like, he's just like, so this looks, he's like, what happened? And I tell him what happened. It was a party and da, da, da. They broke the window. He goes, nah, you know what this looks like? It looks like domestic violence. I was like, what? Oh, God. One of those dudes. And I was like, no, sir, it's not domestic violence. And then I actually, I was just like, I understand you look at me and you think it's trying to uh like i don't know but every once in a while a woman needs to be put in check <laughs> no they call this the attitude adjuster in this house sir. you know do you have a wife yeah. jeez no no, no. or I, do you need your attitude adjusted in this man? i actually said i was like i understand sir you see you see me and i have a certain style and uh like i look a certain way i meant like you know what i mean i was just like but i assure you i'm a i'm a, I'm a good student here at texas well i won't say the call i'm a good student here and da 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 I'm giving this thing. He was just like, he goes, you know what? He goes, how about I press charges on you? And I was just like, what? How are you going to press well, charges on me? Well, then let me assault you first. Let me, how are you going to press charges on me? Like, he doesn't yeah. like what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. And then he kept saying, I'm a little nervous, but I'm getting flustered. And at the same time, I'm still a little. That's nervous. when you just quit talking to him. And that's exactly what I did. And I said, am I allowed to, am, am I free to go? And they're like, and they're like, we're still asking you questions. Like, oh, am I free to go? And the other guy goes, you're free to go. Right. So I get up and under my breath, I'm like, motherfucking asshole. Da, da, da. And the guy's like, what you say? And I keep walking. I ignore him. What did you say? And he comes out the door. And I was like, oh, my God, don't chase me. Please don't chase me. And instead, he gets in his, his car, uh, goes around the apartment complex. I like cut through the apartment complex, pulls up in front of me. And he goes, what did you say again? Like that. And I walk like 10 feet around the cop car and I keep walking. And I go, go home, you loser. And did he come after you? No, he didn't come after me. I was I was lucky he didn't come after me. Well, I, you know, most of my uh, most of my experiences with cops is because I was doing. Now, was that having privilege? Because I called him a loser. No, I and mean, I didn't get beat up. That's I mean, you, if I was black, would I got to beat up? You might have, but they still don't have a right to. No, there's to no beat right you to up yeah. and do that. I mean, um, where have I called the cop? I'm trying to think of when I've called the cops. Oh, I got robbed. 
<laughs> uh, the going. irony in it all. Yeah. Um. I got. Me and a friend were leaving the margarita pour off. We were leaving the margarita pour off. Me and a friend that I was in prison with. Shout out to little Benji Ahuntas. <laughs> dumb fuck. We're fucking. He's driving and we're going down Babcock and we're buzzed. I'm not driving though. I mean, I don't know how buzzed he is, but he's driving all right, I guess. But we were been drinking at the Margarita Pour Off and we were on our way to some other party and all of a sudden we get lit up, dude. Boo. Fucking. No, no siren, just a blue light. Yeah. Fuck. We pull into a parking lot. All of a sudden comes running at me. Well, comes running at the driver's door. Let me see your hands with a gun out and a flashlight right behind it. So all you see is this big gun coming at you. Let me see your hands. And oh, shit. We both had our hands up. And he pulls my friend out of the driver's side, takes him and, and tells me, don't you move. Put your hands on the dashboard and don't you move. Takes my friend, slams him on the trunk, comes around the passenger side, says, uh, let me see your wallet real slow. And it's got that gun right in my face with the flashlight behind it. So you really can't see his face. But this light's just blinding me and this pistol's right there. And it was like a Glock 9, you know? All right, man, I get my wallet, put it on the dash, put my hands back, he gets it. And that's when I used to keep money in my in my wallet. And he goes, look, you know, looks like Mr. Hernandez, blah, blah, blah. And he says... Uh, what did you have in there? Nothing. We were just going to... No, uh, money. My, I had 190 bucks. Okay. And you then, still remember the exact yes, amount. Yes, because he stuck it. He stole uh. it. <laughs> He fucking stole yeah. it. He, uh, so he threw my wallet back on the dashboard and says, looks like you've been, y'all been rolling weed on the dashboard, huh? And I was like, I didn't even smoke at the time. Yeah. I was like, no. And he goes, yeah, well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to bring the dogs in. If that turns out to be marijuana, y'all are going down. And he walked over to his car and he fucking Man. drove off. And my friend came walking around from the trunk and I, I grabbed my wallet and my friend came walking from the trunk and was like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, I don't know. But when I grabbed my wallet, it was all empty. You know, yeah. and I was like, motherfucker. I go, that dude took my money. I said, go catch that motherfucker. And my friend jumped in and we saw the lights go like they were far. And then we went and we followed it and it was a different car already. Like he turned somewhere and we lost him. So the next oh, day, shit. so the next day I called the cops and yeah. I'm, Cop comes over to my office. I was working with my buddy at his insurance office to make a police report. Cop comes over. Okay, what happened? Well, I tell him exactly that story right there. And he goes, it wasn't a cop. I go, it wasn't a cop? He goes, no, it wasn't a cop. I go, well, he, act like, he acted like a cop. He's all, really? What does a cop act like? I go, like a dick like you? <laughs> and he was like, oh, really? And I was like, yeah, really? Like, he fucking, what, what do you mean he act like a cop? And I was like... Well, he had a gun, a badge, a uniform, a fucking light. I mean, God yeah. dang, you know, he fucking told me all this stuff like a cop. Yeah. I mean, he acted like a cop. If I was watching a movie and they said, all right, act like a cop, action, he did that. Yeah. And the cop was like, nah, well, he wasn't a cop. I'll tell you right now. And they ain't going to catch him. Well, I, I, you have to, yeah, filing a police report, it's like against a a, a cop. I mean, it's their gang. I know, I know, you... but at that point, if... Okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. But you have to be open-minded and objective. You're there to serve the public. And he's going off what I told him happened to me. And you should say, wow, that 
That sucks. That's but, very unfortunate. You know, his personal feelings aside, because if he feels like I'm a piece of shit, Mexican went back, yeah. build a wall, fucking, or if you hate fucking niggers and you you feel yeah. that they need to be put in their spot and go back to Africa, if you feel that way and you're a cop, quit being a cop. Like, that's not your job. You're going to do something. So if you're going coming over to me and when I say this dude, act like a cop, you'd be like, well, what if that's your whole town? Huh? What but if, they said that isn't all of San Antonio. No, no, I, no I'm not saying San Antonio. But, but this I'm is saying, what happened. Well, I know what happened. But here. if it is your hotel, like if you're from Mayberry, like if you, yeah, exactly, and that's the way you think, and then somebody of color goes through your, you know, town, you know, who, who else is gonna other if the town's racist? Yeah, well, don't go through that be, town anymore. And let well, them nobody, go nobody get has them. a green book anymore. There's no green book app. What's a Green Book? Never. Oh, it's, is it called Green Book? Yeah, I think it's Green Book. The where, movie? Yeah, like the movie. I've never seen it. But no, what it's about is there was a, a book saying where black people in southern states, what towns not to go to because you're going to get fucked up. Yeah, well, I could take you to some towns here in Texas right now where Mexicans and blacks aren't welcome either. Like <laughs> Vider. Vider? Yeah. Like Vider, Texas or um, Gerald, Texas. Mm-hmm. Um there's there's some the place, hill country but, there's a few places i, I went i went go, to, go to did a, kerrville went, <laughs> i've been to kerrville no go there's, to Cur- there's comfort there's hunt no yeah com- comfort hunt kerrville ingram all those places down there yeah um but if you go if you go a little bit you go further west yeah and you can go like me and vance have been on the road yeah and we stop and go into little places they look like oh it's yeah, like, you know, the shining out. and shit. Yeah. People just all of a sudden look like, who's this? Yeah. This nigga and this went back just came into this fucking place. And you feel it. Oh, yeah. yeah. You feel it. And then, like, they don't even want to come. And they either, like, come real quick, like, to get you out of the fucking way. Because you go, no, these two are going to play the race car. Let's get them out of here. Yeah. Or they're just like, eh. The, the worst I've ever seen that is uh, little small towns out of Dallas, Texas, around the, that area. Because uh, I used to go business to business. And I, I could see it. You know, I'd walk in. I knew I walked into, uh, not going up towards Bandera. There's a, there's a little town before Bandera. What is it? From between San Antonio and Bandera? Yeah. There's another little town. They have... A, Medina County? Medina, I yeah. think. And everybody's on meth or something like that. Oh, dude. Shout out to Medina. <laughs> so, no, there's Shout like, out to the three teeth so of Medina. You'd, you'd go, I'd go into a business and it's like Confederate flag and all that. You know what I mean? You just get... And then it, and it's just like... And I, I never heard you went from around here so many times. You, and I'm go, I'm in a suit, right? O, Obama's president. I'm going in and I'm talking. It's basically I talk politics and, and try to support, get remember. And you're supporting Obama. Um, no, it was whoever they supported. I support. I was a real oh, piece of shit. Real piece of shit. Like, hey, what do you like? I Benedict exactly Arnold. I like. Benedict Arnold at work. Huh? <sighs> piece of shit. Eh? Anyway, so uh, it taught me a, a lot though about. Uh, politics about and how it's working shit. and yeah about being a piece of shit i don't work there anymore anyway so i kept it but in dallas uh i walked in and i did i i just like hi get the fuck out of here we don't like a fucking guy get the fuck and it was dallas? a lady it was a lady yeah. and i was like what the fuck and i'm dallas looking at has her a lot of racist parts to it too i'm looking at her like fuck you lady not scared right it's an old lady and then i see this fat girl get the fuck out of here and, and then, then you got scared because he has a on top of the door is a gun, oh. a rifle, and this fat dude's getting out of his chair. I'm like, fuck that! And I turned around. <laughs> yeah, that dude would have shot you. Yeah, and I got the fuck out right, and I got in the car, and he was like, "What happened?" I was like, "Let's leave this neighborhood." 
and the gentleman that I was with, because it was like a, what happened? It was people from all over the country came together for this one area to just go and talk to all these businesses. You do a, a rush or I, I forgot what you would call it, okay. but imagine like for what you do, like if there was a certain spot in Texas that everybody went to and you're like, we're going to hit all these shops because nobody works this area yeah. at one time for a week. So that's what we did. Right. And I was having a tough time. And the dude was yeah, from that was a tough gig. That the dude was from New York, and I told him what happened, and he was appalled. Like he wanted me to like tell everybody, I can't believe this happened. I was just like, uh, dude, now you're making it weird. Like to be a sissy. Well, not not necessarily be, be a, a sissy. victim. Well, to, to let everyone know how what this. Yeah, I don't want like. anybody to feel sorry for me, but at the same time, I understood. Like I'm like you're a good person, and your tent is good right now. But at the same time fucking shut up it didn't happen to you and you're making it weird i don't want to tell my boss about this shit yeah, let me just let it go and we won't come not, not like like you know what i mean like he didn't chase me out he didn't he didn't shoot me he didn't point a gun at me yeah. he's just an idiot this fat, it was a white people fight it was a fat moron with a stupid opinion who thought because it's in the summer so i got a suit on i got a beard like like now and i i looked i'm tan and so it's like, like an Arab. Yes. And that's you what, think it that's was. what he thought. Exactly what he oh, thought. Really? What a piece of shit. That's exactly. Well, I'm wearing a, a suit with a tie. I look like I'm from like, like uh, I belong to Islam. Like I'm like, wow. like, uh, what's his name? I'm kind of not, not Malcolm X, but Malcolm X. Um, I'm, uh, Farrakhan. Oh, like yeah. how they all wear the suits. I guess maybe that's what he thought. I have no idea. And I got I got a, that was when I shaved my head and had it edged oh, up still. Nice, nice. So I don't have this or anything like that. He has no idea. I'm ethnically, racially ambiguous to him. And just it, knew he didn't like But it. it wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't just, I, I didn't, at first I felt anger, but then I felt sorry because that lady yelling at me was not only hate, it was, I could see fear in her face. Like she was scared. Well, that's the way those, those people live. They're old and set in their ways, man. Yeah, she was scared. And I was like, why? And I'm, I'm that's why I was like, fuck you. Like, what the fuck am I? And the other guy, that was straight. I'll kill you. That dude had that, like, I, he, clans member, a thousand percent of the way. Dude, did you ever go to Beaumont? Did you ever do the comedy club in Beaumont? Yeah. Um. Oh, no, 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 no. Out in uh, Beaumont's near uh, Houston, right? No, Beaumont. Where's Beaumont at? Not near, no. It was. Uh, it took a while to get there. There was a comedy club over there called the. Was it LOL also? Yeah, yeah. The LOL. Yeah, it was Carolyn Picard. Carolyn there. Picard was booking that. Yeah, yeah. I, I featured over there um, a couple of weekends, a couple of years in a row, and uh, that is a uh, the Grand Poopa of uh, the Grand Dragon was from over there. I thought he lived in Buda. Um, there was one grand wizard dragon guy from over there. There was a big Beaumont. I was told that when yeah, I lived Beaumont in Austin. Had, and when I went out uh, after the show, yeah. my buddy Chris had gone with me. And after the show, it was it was just all white people. Yeah. And, you know, we met some cool white people and hung out with them. But in general, yeah, they didn't want to fuck with us. Yeah. But the people we hung out with were really cool, man. It was this really pretty girl and her boyfriend, and they were just you know like really say, nice people. You know what I've been saying instead of white people? Because people will look. Crackers? At, yeah, I say crackers. Oh, that's great. Crackers. No, it's because they'll, they'll look at us and be like, you guys, you, you can white be devils? white. You can be, you're light. Both of you are light. So it's Anglo culture. You talk to somebody, you immediately know. You know what I mean? Anglo culture? Anglos. 
I have when I was little. I never called them white the people Anglos. growing up. It was oh the Anglo's. My parents got mad if I said a white person because they'd be like, "Well, what color are you?" Yeah. And then my parents used to say that like, well, "What color are you?" And then now I catch them say, I hear them saying it. What do they say? White people. No? Oh, he was white. He was black. <laughs> you know. But now it's like, yo, it's it's yo. actually not cool. But yeah, they, it's, it's weird yeah, to live in the between. I feel like I live in because like when I'm, I'm if I grow my hair out like it is now and I drive, I don't wear my hat. I take my hat off. Yeah, you can. You're not like dark or anything. No, you, no, can, no. you can fall. You could understand if someone said oh, you was a white dude or something. Yeah, I don't think I get confused for it. I think people don't know. Ah, it's a Mexican dude. I get no. I, I I actually I get Middle Eastern the most, and uh, no, most people are like, oh, you're you're something. I always say you're something. You're something. No, I've had in prison. Yeah, I was a Spaniard. Yeah, that's the other thing in New York. Apparently, when you're all like, oh yeah, that Spanish guy, and I'm yeah. like, why does everybody keep calling me Spanish guy? Well, ignorant people say that because he speaks Spanish. Well, because no. Mexicans are supposed to speak Spanish. That's R- what. That's R- what you R- don't. Rawls' dad uh, called me. Uh, he was just like, oh my, Russell Crowe. He just kept calling. Me. He was just like, I loved you in Gladiator, and he was all Spaniard. Spaniard. He doesn't really speak English, so does no, he? he doesn't. He doesn't, right? He took a picture with me too. Like it was just with him. We're always like, oh my god, my son's famous. He knows Russell Crowe, and he's like, hey, remember this? And then you remember how Russell Crowe is having that dream where he walks through that field, uh, mm-hmm. all, all the, the grass, and yeah. his wife and kids. yeah, and he goes, remember this? And then he just starts walking, and he has his beer. <laughs> Rawls' like, dad's funny like that, bro. I didn't know his. Yeah, his Rawls' dad's his mom too. His really? mom's hilarious. Yeah, both of them are making me laugh. Uh, let me is change his, the battery real quick. Is his sister a black belt? Uh, I don't know. She's a Marine. Well, I, I don't know that. Or she was, right? Or she still is. It's not like I have nothing to do and I'm just like, hey, you know, I'm busy. Like, busy. My weekends, my weekends are busy, dude. Sometimes yeah. it's it's annoyingly busy. But then I think about it, you know, I at least have something to do. I mean, like, like, I never thought I would be this busy of a person, like, at, you know, I get, I'm 51 years old. I just never thought I would be this busy and 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 my phone going off and all these people were like well that, that's but it good. feels good it's stressful but it feels good it i guess to know that like you know i i know all these people people want to know me need to work with me i help them out they yeah. help me and it's nice to feel essential yeah and, and <laughs> i'm not even essential i wasn't essential i, was I know i know that but, but i mean to but them even you though are. What, what was going on all the buddies of mine you know shout out to all my fucking homeboy tattoo artists um, they were all, you know, I stayed in touch with a lot of them just to see, you know, we became friends during all this dude, but now that they're all open again and I'm back up working with them and my comedian buddies are, you know, coming around, you know, and everything's starting to get busy. Now I'm double busy again Yeah. with that. And then, and after that, I've got real life shit. I have a rental property. I'm a damn landlord. Now, yeah. You know, and I have a rental property. I'm trying to be a good landlord. You have a kitten. I have a new kitten that got <laughs> thrown in a dumpster and rescued a kitten. And I have a fat chihuahua over there. And I have a. Who likes to hump your other dog. I got, no, I got a rapist fat chihuahua and a victim poodle over here. And then I got yeah. a pool that the, the, Pop well, he's also pretty rapey too. He tried he, to get Rawls' sister. Yeah, he's rapey to people. Speedy's <laughs> he's rapey to other Spe- dogs. Speedy's rapey, uh, rapey only to other dogs and I to the kitty though. No, no, no. The kitty's in jeopardy being raped. I was gonna say <laughs> Speedy's in kitty rape mode too. He doesn't Jesus. know. Um, and then the pool pump is giving me issues, so I got to get yeah. the pool pump fixed. I'm having like not AC issues at the old ho- at my rental house and. 
my son is, you know, I'm, whatever's going on with my son and then um, everything, just, just yeah. everything, just all of a sudden, you know, but I, I like people, you know, and some good friends of mine, they, they'll message me and just say, hey, man, how you doing? You know, like Carlos Mencia messaged me today and was like, you know, how you doing, bro? And and Juan always calls and checks on me, you know, Juan Varial, shout out to my boy Juan, you know, how you doing? And and then just other friends, you know, here and there I grew up with, hey, bro, how you doing? And I'll do that and check with my friends. How are you doing? You know, like, just how are you doing? Yeah. Not, what's up, bro? What can you do for me? Just how are you doing? Yeah. And um, I guess like I always say, it's like, like, I'm okay. I personally and physically am okay. I'm like a trooper, dude. I'll make it if the fucking, if a bomb lands in the backyard. Roll the punches. Somehow I'm going to make it through. And yeah, I, I just figure out how to make it, dude. I don't really like to bitch about shit. I just go on through it. So I'm like, you know what, man? I, I'll probably live to be fucking 100 years old and watch everyone else die around me. You know, my heart will slowly break. Do you feel into that's like because that. maybe you reached your... Your, your rock bottom at an earlier time in your life? Maybe. I mean, I've just gone through some shit, but, you know, I'm glad I went through some shit. Yeah. Because what if I everything with my parents were just rich and then I went to college what? and they gave me a house and everything was perfect and I had a wife and two kids and, and then I tried to go up and do comedy and be like, hey, look at me. I love fucking yogurt. Vanilla yogurt is the best. I don't talk about yogurt. I know, exactly. <laughs> and they were like, yogurt. Talk about kid. my butthole. I like milk. I'm going to drink milk yeah. and eat yogurt. And hey, who is a vegan? You know, and yeah. I would and, and I would well, have nothing to talk how, about. Well, how much... You how would you be different if you never would have got caught for the jewelry store? I still would have done it. I still would have had the experience of like, no, you know I know what? you, but, but if not, not going through the consequence, oh, I wish I hadn't got caught. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I was trying to be like, Oh, that's my fantasy, bro. Like that I you never got caught. That I didn't get caught. Would that have changed? Do you think you would have, but doing comedy right now, if, if you hadn't gotten yeah, caught, it would have changed me. Damn right. It would have. <laughs> yeah. I would have had my still my other life experiences because yeah. I would have been out for them fucking six years. I was locked. Would up. you be emboldened though to go do more? Well, what would have happened is if I hadn't have gotten caught. Yeah, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Right no, now. I would have gone and done something worse. Yeah, maybe another robbery that went wrong. <clears throat> you know, maybe one of my partners shoots someone in the middle of a robbery, and that's it. Life sentence done. See you. Wouldn't want to be me, you know, and that's, that's it. You know, my homeboy's in there with 109 years still right now. You know, yeah, it's he. he that's, so, why, that's so crazy. When they say life, they should just, that should be, I mean, your life, however long that is, that's life instead of your 200 years. In, I don't understand that. Well, because there's parole. And yeah. when they give you, when they gave him 99 years, and then he got the 10 years for escaping. Yeah. Um, but when they gave him 99 years, um, they did it with, oh, he's going to make parole in a quarter of that because that's what I think he went under the one-fourth law. Um, so he was supposed to do 25 years, maybe. Or maybe he went under the half law. I don't know which law, but either. So they think, oh, in 25 years, they'll let him go. Everyone always thinks when he's up for parole that you go. No, that's not That's always... your first rejection yeah. a lot of times. You know, I came up for parole in May of 96. I didn't come home till May of 2001. You know, mm, that's got to drive you nuts. It's like the here's a carrot. Oh, yeah. Be good. Be yeah. good. But they lose money if you go home, don't they? Mm. Is that the incentive? You have to keep a certain amount of people in prison. Um, By the way, California. Can you oh, let them out? out? Yeah. yeah. Um, um, 
Yes and no. There's always someone else coming in. There's, there's, there is, there's always someone else, someone, you know, that bed is, close it, yeah, that bed is going to get filled, you know, so, uh, you know, that whole, people even say that, I mean, I don't know, I guess, like you said, you can make conspiracy theories about anything. California just banned, apparently, the governor or mayor, no, mayor, governor said, uh, no more private prisons in California. I don't know what that means. Private well, I mean, I know what private prisons yeah. are, so what does that mean for the penal system in California? Does that mean they're just going to go with the state-run prisons yeah. and now they're going to be overcrowded? Because how many how many private prisons were out there that they're going to shut out down the, all and, the, and then move those inmates into the state prison system? All the people for weed? Let them all the fuck out? Well, what, what, most of the private prisons are, are transfer facility type places, which means that those are when you first get into prison and you're there for a year or two and then you get shipped somewhere else and you ship somewhere else and ship somewhere. So they're not places where lifers are doing time. Yeah. There might be someone with a life sentence that goes through, gets processed, stays a couple of years and then goes to his unit where he's going to spend the rest of his life. Do we need a... Yeah. <laughs> can you pause it? Yeah, just, I'll, I'll, I'll edit it out. Well, you didn't know they were going to laugh and... And all that, you know, and I get that joke has really evolved from. So how did it feel going up for the first time? It felt good. Yeah. Oh, don't. Yeah, it felt it felt good to be on stage. Like I needed to get on stage again, dude. I just needed to. But. Oh, <laughs> there is a but. But I knew it wasn't like going to be like a bunch of people or like a good crowd. It was going to be awkward. My uh, Mike Rust is a real thing. Uh, you there know, was, was still, four people. Yeah. Uh, huh? There was four, Those four, people. four people. And if you would have waited two comics, it would have been like 25 people. I know. But and and in those four people is my girlfriend and, yeah. and, and, a, and a friend since high school that's there too. And so I'm like, ah. Like, has, she, has 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 a friend from high school seen you perform? Yes, yes, she's okay. seen me do good, and she's good. seen me, you know, so she knows. But because that sucks when that's your first time. No, and she was saying she was like, you know, because I was like, ah, when we left, we went to go have a drink somewhere, and I was like, man, I'm sorry, I had to put you out through. This. And she was like, no, no, that was good. I, she goes, I enjoyed it. I'm just, you know, they would. She was just happy to get out, watch everyone, and she gets it. Yeah, she, audiences right now are getting it. Hungry it's, well, it's not necessarily getting it. It's just like. Whatever you're going to say, fucking say it. I feel like people, everybody now has been like, I've been through something. Well, see, like, that's why uh, I hope I get to work the club this weekend and do six shows because first show is going to be, yeah, you know, getting shaking it all off. Second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth are going to be on, bro. All of a sudden, I'm going to be back in my rhythm again. I'm going to start. My jokes are going to start flowing again. I'm going to bring them up. The new ones that I've been trying to work on, I'll maybe, you know, get a tag and I'll throw them in and something will start to work if, as I mix them. Yeah. And then uh, I almost, during this thing, this lockdown and this break in comedy and all that, I kind of just wanted to reinvent myself. Uh, like a lot's been going on person in my personal life and a lot of not good and and a lot of good. Um, and it's just, it's been tough and I didn't want to do any zoom, um, yeah. 
you know, or, or those live. I mean, hey, great for the people who are doing it, man. I mean, that's badass if they could pull that I'll off. Podcast, I'll do that. Yeah, podcasts are great. Like these are great, but but to do those where you're, you know, where they were in front of a screen and they were trying to act like they were on stage, or they made a little mini stage and yeah. there's no crowd and. I mean, more power to you if you could pull those off because that's a rough gig. I yeah. get it, man. And and it's not for me. I would have just looked horrible and other people would have said, that dude's horrible. Yeah. So I didn't want to do that. This guy's depressing. Yeah, I didn't want to do that to you or me. You know, so I just, when I got asked to do a, just a couple of them and I just it said has to, it, But this is my, my thought process with those other than not doing the, the Zoom. And again, if you did them, because yeah, I do. I, if I there's no stage to time, those people like Israel, dude, I, that dude, I can't do is that. Made for that shit, like Jerry Cox. But how does it affect you? How does it affect your timing? Because it's an adjustment. Because oh, I'm sure, about but this. maybe I mean maybe they they switch their adjustment. They dribble this way right. during that, and then when they get into the game with other people, they but that's they, what I'm saying though. Readjust it because the hardest part for me, like the first 12 minutes of my set when when I went back the first time, the first like three or four times that that I did a show. It, the new jokes, I, I had it because it was fresh. It was right there, and I had gone through it, and I know my pacing. Well, now. there probably isn't any adjusting now with, with those. You just rolled through them. Well, no, no, those. That's it was no, it was new. Uh -huh. the, it was the old bits that I was like, "How the fuck does this go?" And not necessarily, yeah. What are the words? It was what is the rhythm? Yeah. How did how did I, I know? I was struggling with my old jokes. Yes, that's what I'm saying. I'm struggling with my old jokes. But if you're telling your jokes. Like, uh, for example, if you played basketball and all of a sudden and I was at an eight foot rim for two months and then you've been shooting at eight foot rim and then it's like, all right, back to the real thing. And I'm on stage. And now you're shooting at a 10 foot rim. Your yeah. shot's going to be off. So yeah. your rhythm's going to be off. And, uh, you know, it, it I, my, like my, I was telling me that I was telling me just like, yeah, I was used to saying it faster because there's no pausing for the yeah, laughter. For laughter yeah. And now you have to pause for the laughter. And it's like. It's, it's, it's like doing growing. a regular show to doing a theater. Have you done a theater? Remember when we no. did um, the well, Killeen, the Civic Center, those 900 people? I have done a theater, but each time I do a theater, it's it's like a, a one-eighth full or one-sixth full. No, it was never full. completely full. Well, or I've the, done... Or the lights are on. Okay, well, well I've done the Delta Downs Casino, the theater there, which is, like, I don't know, what was it, like 1,700, 2,000, something like that, somewhere around there. Yeah. Theater seating, you know, it goes up like that. And then I've did I've done the, what's it, the Wagner Noel Theater, which is, I think, like 3,000 something. That's another one. It's huge. That one's, that one's weird. And I did one other one. I can't remember. But your timing is way different. Yeah. You oh, and then doing the we did Kickapoo Casino. There's a delay. I did Kickapoo, and, and Kickapoo was a thousand people, and it was almost like a theater because there was a delay. There was a big gap between the stage and the crowd. There is a delay in the laugh. There's and a delay in it getting to you. The only, the only, uh, the closest I experienced that was doing Tempe with Rick, and it was 500 sold out, and they have a a balcony on top, and it's pretty, you know. But remember when we did Killeen? That was 900 people. Yeah, but it was a, a, it's a big... But they were still in your face, though. Yeah, they were they, all the way up to the stage. They were up to this. Yeah, it was 500 people cramped in. You know what I mean? And the AC wasn't working right at the time. But, uh, but they stayed and they laughed and they were drinking water. And But it was, there wasn't, it wasn't a big delay. It, I just had to pause longer for the laughter. Yeah. Like, and I could hear it. I was sitting in the back of the room. You know what I mean? It was weird. Like, I was just like, and I could, you can see the shadows. I was like, oh, shit, I'm hitting all the way. And that's what, uh. Uh, uh, Rick was telling me he's like you went from making half of the crowd laugh per set now you're now you're getting to that 90 95 and 
that I was just like, so I was like, you saying I hit the back? I went deep. Is that what you're telling me? And he's like, now you're getting dirty. I was like, all right, whatever. You know what I mean? And then he got mad because I did that stupid joke that I always do, that stupid bar one-liner, because I knew uh, I, I couldn't resist. I couldn't resist. They were just out there looking. And there was just, I was just like, I, 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 I got it. And I said it. And sure enough, like, and I was like. He got mad at you for that? And he goes, you do that again, you're done. I was just like, all right, cool. Whew. <laughs> I would, but there, and there's been that was that was it was that time where uh he would say he's like hey you get a you get a standing, standing ovation you're done, you're done. and him, he I, I don't know why when he said that i was just like i want a standing ovation oh dude you know I how will, hard i would be working because i want to stand you ovation. get that standing o you need to be done yeah well i don't know why i don't know i was just like yeah i want and the whole time i wanted to, i was like get up Stand up, and they didn't stand up. I was like, "Shit, <laughs> get a sitting o." <laughs> but it's because it, I think in order to get a standing ovation, you'd have uh, to string along uh, a certain amount of jokes, and then do a callback, and then the end, or you know what I mean. Some some call, you got to do build the orchestra. Dun, 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 dun. You're gonna have to be out there and orchestrate had, that and walk it down to the joke. Applause break. I've had I've had people stand up and applaud, but I haven't had. When I when I think standing stand ovation, up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> when I think standing ovation, I think everybody, the whole you know, four hundred and fifty out of five hundred people stood up and applauded, or everybody stood up and applauded. That's what I think standing. Not like twenty people stood up and applauded. I've had that, and I'm like, oh hell yeah, I killed it. But I mean, I've had a standing exit, <laughs> and then you just get off stage, and then, then it's exit. just blowjobs and. It's like, yeah. whoa, back up. There, <laughs> yeah. There, there's been those shows Senora, where like, I never that I got the blowjob, but I've been like <laughs> offered and just been offered like. The you know what? I I don't get offered sex or anything in because the stuff I say is disgusting also. But do, I do, I mean, I do remember that after that show that we did on the road, I'm not going to say that we were like a couple of strippers stuck in the VIP area with all these good looking girls that were just like jammed up against us. Oh, Carlos. Yes. Carlos. When we did, when we did the Mencia show yeah. in, in, in Colleen at the Civic Center. I have video proof that I did <laughs> nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, and um, I was videotaping. Yeah, and then I remember there, there, there was some good looking girls that were just, that wouldn't leave us alone. And that one particularly was all over you. Who was a married woman. Yes. And you told her no, and you told me like this is awkward. And we were all like, yeah, but we were. They but jammed, I did remember they wouldn't let any dudes into the VIP besides besides me, you, and Carlos. Oh yeah, and yeah. it was horrible. I'm all looking at the camera like, <laughs> like my wife is like, well, what happened? What? Yeah, it was horrible. It but was I did, like, I did just get putting pretty girls in there. We were like, stop it. Well, you know how you, all I kept doing was eating. So I just I the whole time I had to play. I'm like, mm hmm. Nobody's gonna have a yeah, conversation for you right here, all over your beard. Oh, or, or hey, do you want to dance? Be like, no, I'm eating. I'm fat fuck right now. But what what was crazy was the way you were eating those tacos. You had them and you were just licking them down the <laughs> middle, and I was like, Josh, stop that, dude! And everyone's looking chile at me. Yes, you you were pointing, and you get like, oh, and you put in little peppers and look like yeah. it's shaped, and you were like, ah, and I was like, no, dude, don't do that. And I was naked from yes. the waist down. It was and very like, inappropriate. Dude, they almost threw us out. I was like, dude, give him another shot and he'll be all right. Yeah. I was like, but I'm on VIP. So <laughs> Yeah, we're and they're like, we're gonna let you make it right now because y'all just did the show. It's it's insane the level of, of trust my wife has for me. Well, that's badass that you're a stand-up dude that she 
can trust you. Either that or she's cheating on you already. That's what I said. Yeah. I told her, I go, listen. <laughs> she has a boyfriend and, I, and she I'm doesn't like, want to get him jealous. But I did it real serious. I was like, huh. It's like, hey, if you are fucking somebody, don't tell me. Don't fuck this up for us. Because right now, it's really good. Everything's good. Everything's great. Because and you, by the way, if you if you are, you're a sociopath because you're keeping it together. I have, I have no idea. Well, this is what a friend of mine told me a long time ago. One of my really good friends, he said, if like, like say, hypothetically, she was cheating and she was really just keeping it a secret and it started to eat her conscience so bad. She would that, accuse you. That she, no, 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 no. That she, it was eating her conscience so bad that, and she's talking to what, her best friend saying, I need to tell, I need to stop. I need to just tell him what I've been doing. And then she comes and tells you, my, one of my friends was like, fuck that. You know what that is? That's her clearing her conscience yep. and destroying him. Yep. So Here, if he, carry yeah, this weight. Yeah. Like I've been carrying this and I'm going to get it off me and crush your heart yep. and everything else. And, and just say, oh, there, I got it off. I feel so much better. But look at you now. Yeah. You've just been smashed. And so he said, like, you that shit. Selfish goes, bitch. No, that's what he <laughs> said. You take that shit to the grave. Yeah. He was like, you don't kill her with that. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, or, oh. or maybe that's the way he convinces himself to never tell about yeah, it. Yeah. So I'm such a good person but, but he's, he's, that I would never tell but, you. But he, he's not a cheater. So I get yeah. what he's saying. You know, when he, he said that, I was like, oh. So like for me, I'm not a cheater. Yeah. You know, I'm not a cheater. You know, I love my girlfriend and I'm not just I'm just not a cheater. That's a horrible way to have a relationship. I just really like goats. But I always think like, what if she was that good at cheating? You know, like and yeah. then you go yeah, and you know who that's who that's who are it, the best cheaters. I think women are the best cheaters. By but, far. I mean, I because, guess because this whole time that I'm thinking I'm an asshole of this girlfriend that I had in college and I didn't cheat on her you know a lot uh i did yeah exactly i twice right but the whole time like i am an asshole feeling bad for myself and then after the relationship i found out she'd been cheating the whole time with a lot of people really <laughs> yeah dude. and i was like well were you mad a ut lineman i'm like how do you go from a ut lineman back to me like but what do you some of them do have little peepees too i guess uh, <laughs> um too <laughs> um were you upset? No, I was like, "Wow, your your mental gymnastics for being able to cover stuff like in front of my face." I thought I was player. I was learning from the queen she was just, of being the. Okay, I'll give you an example. So she was a professional. A piece dude of shit. came. I was. I was. It was me, my two friends, and her. And they and were all banging her. We were didn't eating. Know. I didn't even know. I was just playing PlayStation. <laughs> like, ah. And they're like, stay in there. I was like, okay, put your headphones on. I was like, she all came right. Out. Wow, I was in there cooking dinner for him. I was just like, but the kitchen's over there. He's like, oh my God, oh, I'm so stupid. Why are they naked? I was when I was making why I was making sausage and egg. All right, guys, I guess I'll drive you home yeah. now. <laughs> Never saw it coming. Yeah. Anyway, no. I did. Ha <laughs> <laughs> He was like, what? So, well, that's a weird joke between all of y'all. Uh no, it wasn't we were, we were gonna cook. And when we showed up there, the guy was standing outside. This big Mexican dude, six two, really that's good. The dude that was banging her. One of them, really good looking dude. I was like, that's a. And but I thought that must be her cousin, or her her brother, or, or was she from Arkansas? No, no, no. That, yeah, she's Mexican. And so Sorry. no, this is not the lineman. This is not the lineman. This is another dude, right? I was just like in my head. I was like, somebody that relationship. She goes, I played it off 
oh hey da 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 gives him a big hug these are we're gonna uh study and eat and i was and that's what we're gonna do we're gonna study and she eat was a whore. and then she was just like hey uh go ahead and, and start cooking and i was just like cool instead of that should have been the first thing instead of all of us going inside so we go inside and the dude doesn't say hi to any of us just looking at us and then they go inside and then they're He's talking outside wiping the cum off and you know what's so face. fucked up my friends are just looking at me like <laughs> but not saying anything like you know that dude just stuck and i'm like ob- oblivious and i'm like oh, i'm gonna cook and da-da. he's like they're like hey is that who is that dude i'm like i, I don't know da-da. i'm just like so and i was just like oh you think and he's like and i was like well let's let's go let's just walk outside we'll say we're gonna go get something and so we were like, we go all walk outside. And she's like, we're all going, oh, we're going to pick something from the grocery store. But they were having an intense conversation. I dropped them off because they convinced me she's cheating. I go back and she was like, what has this? The al- dude was still there? No, gone. A lab- we were gone for 20 minutes. So they probably went inside and banged real quick. <laughs> all I need is 15. I know, right? And so we, and uh, this is, I'm stupid. I'm 19 years old. She's old. She's like 23, right? And I come, she gives me this elaborate story that, so elaborate it's like down to the like how she felt the little details that you just like who would make that up that chick was on american who would make that oh yeah she was she was crazy who would make that that's why my wife is like oh i'm crazy and i'm like nah you ain't crazy let me show what you you keyed my truck one time okay you're crazy but you're not like i don't worry about having sharp objects around you crazy you know what i mean not saying she ever did any of that but you know they all have the potential <laughs> no yeah you see it Dude. no you know what's crazy that gave me a sense of uh you sm- you know how you smell crazy on certain people i don't know about smelling crazy not necessarily I see it in their eyes, bro. You, that's what i meant that's what i meant it's not you literally like oh she's crazy Dude. no but like you get a sense of it i was watching dr phil and they had this this chick that was saying like they're out there and i just uh, today just today and i was telling my girlfriend i said Look at her eyes. Sociopath. Look at her eyes. One eye starts looking for aliens all of a sudden, ah, and then it comes back, and she just, you could just see it in her eyes, because then I watch, when Dr. Phil starts talking to her, he's looking at her like, he's like, looking at her like, you know, like, yeah. with, and like, yeah, let me see what's going on, and yeah. she's like, nah, and her eyes are going, you know, and you could just see crazy in people's eyes. Yeah. You could see it. That's, and I played a lot of poker. I played a lot of poker, and I always would look at people's eyes. I would always, right? Like when they <laughs> to look at the cars, Edward, get the fuck away from me, yeah, Edward. Yeah, just like that, looking at him. <laughs> well, no, when, when they, I hate playing when with they deal the Bring cards out, I don't look at my, I don't look at my cards first. First thing I do is I just watch, watch everyone's reactions yeah. when they get their cards. Uh-huh. I just sit there and I just watch everyone's fucking reactions. You'll see people go. And. <laughs> Five times, they can look at their card. Yeah. Make sure that there's ace, king, or ace, yeah. or whatever, whatever the, whatever they think is great that they have, they're just gonna keep going. I like to, I like to look at my cards and then go. Yeah, that's that's a good one too. I love those guys. <laughs> those guys are scary though, <laughs> because I played so much poker. You know, I, I, I played, the ones that pretend they don't know how to do any of it. Well, that or the people that are for real. Yeah. That they they said, "Hey, honey, I'm gonna go play poker with the guys today." Yeah. Can I have a hundred dollars? A hundred dollars? Okay, move. We could buy it for fifteen. If I bust that, I probably won't need it, but then I'll buy fifty more. And okay. 
and that's their time to go hang out with the guys, drink yeah. beer. And if it costs them a hundred bucks to go hang out with the guys, get away from the wife for a little bit, then it's worth unload. It. They would have spent more at the bar on a yeah. vacation or whatever they would have done. It's a hundred bucks hanging out with the guys, and they get to act like a hundred bucks ain't shit. Yeah. And so you it's sit fun there, for them. Those dudes are the scariest motherfuckers because. I will read and we will sit there. I used to sit there with like we sit. There, I sit with my comedians. I sit, sit with my poker player friends. And did you have you read this book? Have you studied this dude's technique? Yeah. Have you done this? And what have did you watch the World Series of Poker and that? Did you watch this tournament? And I would watch all that. We could tell you that on the turn, the river, this happened and blah blah blah. And they're like, okay, I've got pocket aces. Pocket aces says everything. Um, there's eight people in the hand. I'm starting with two aces. Um, everything in the book says to raise because you need to get those bullshit cards yeah. out of there. So pre-flop, um, oh, it's on me. Let me raise it. What's the, it's it's a two five. I'm going to make it, let me make it a 55. No one raised it. Let me make it 45 bucks. Yeah. There's a two five, two five. There's eight people in. There's 40 bucks. No, there's 40 bucks. Let me make it 85 bucks. Yeah. If you call, you got something real. Fold, 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 fold. Call the fucking the dude that's out there because his fucking wife. I got wife, three diamonds. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a pair of twos, you know, and fucking that's, any pair is good. That's this guy. Okay, I, I'm so any pair is good to yeah. those dudes. Yeah, and so I'm. Hey, what's up, guys? And you know, oh, that's everything they gave me. I hope I don't lose. Yeah. And they throw it in, and then fucking they hit a fucking deuce on the flop or the turn or yeah. the river. And they go, hey, hey, that's fucking crazy. And everybody's all, and fuck yeah, you. everyone's mad at him. But you know what? That dude didn't read the book that told him, I've only got $5 in. Someone makes it 85 bucks. You have pocket twos, which is the lowest pocket pair. Yeah. It's almost a guarantee this dude has a better starting hand than you. <laughs> He's got lucky. You got to hope that someone else that's folding doesn't have another two. Yeah. You hope that two people at the table don't have another two because there goes your outs. And you got to hope for a flush or a straight. Yeah. And so, no, he just says, I got two twos. And I, learned, I, I was born on the 22nd, so I, I always call that. I learned on one. Blackjack that it was because it was like five of us. And there was four people there and they were doing really good. And then I went to go sit at the table and they're like, all right, we're going to give you a chance. They literally told me they're going to give me a chance. And I was like, all right, not that thinking blackjack? about it. Cause we're all playing, right? And mm -hmm. if you if you're like if you got a seventeen, you're like oh hit. yeah twenty one. You're like oh fuck, I busted. And the next person's like that was my fucking jack, you yeah, piece yeah, of yeah. shit. You know what I mean? So you got to play that with with them, right? And so I the luckily I don't know anything about the black blackjack about the blackjack. I don't know. That was a, <laughs> a racial undertone. Was said it? by Josh Kabat. No, was it? <laughs> yeah. Go ahead.